Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening how much you truly love each and every one of them. In addition, I pray that everyone listening to this podcast today would have favor with both God and man. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 11, beginning in verse 1. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is His delight. When pride comes, then comes shame but with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor. But through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. A gracious woman retains honor, but ruthless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. As righteousness leads to life, so he who pursues evil pursues it to his own death. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their way are his delight. Though they join forces, the wicked will not go unpunished but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, 
so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner. Friends, today I'm going to spend quite a bit of time on verses 2 through 6. And if any of you are having um, a problem in any area of your life, I believe that going over these verses and explaining and digging into them can hopefully turn that situation around. If you will seek God in prayer and ask Him to help you with some of the things you may be having an issue with. But let's go over verses 2 through 6 slowly and break each one down. It says, When pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. So friends, I have mentioned on a number of occasions that God resists the proud. So if you are proud, there's a good chance it's going to lead to your downfall. In verse 2, it says, when pride comes, then comes shame. I want you to think about that. Pride is not a good thing. So usually whenever there's pride, something bad is going to follow it. Friends, I am using the Nelson Study Bible, and I'd like to go over the commentary of Proverb 11, verse 2, found in my Bible. It says, Many proverbs contrast the arrogant with the humble, as this one does. The Hebrew word for pride comes from a root that means to boil up. It refers to a raging arrogance or insolence. The image pictures the presumptuous or arrogant behavior of the godless person. Such behavior always leads to shame. And friends, we're going to try to make the connection here because in the book of Proverbs, it almost always makes the connection with having wisdom is someone who is a godly person and 
as it says in verse 3. Let's go to verse 3. It says, the integrity of the upright will guide them. And the key word here is integrity. Integrity, my definition of integrity is doing the same thing whether someone is watching you or not watching you. In other words, knowing that God is watching everything that you're doing. But a lot of times people will do something differently if no one is watching them. It's almost, and friends, if you're doing that, then integrity probably isn't too high on your list of things to do. But the second part of verse 3 says, the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. And so we're talking about the upright, and then we're talking about perversity of the unfaithful. So I looked up the definition of the word perversity, and it can be a noun, and as a noun, it says perversity is a deliberate desire to behave in an unreasonable or unacceptable way. And then it says contrariness. Let's look at another definition. The quality of being contrary to accepted standards or practice. And the third one is the quality of being sexually perverted. So perversity comes from the same root word as a pervert. Okay, someone who acts in a sexually deviant manner. So let's review verse 3 again. It says the integrity of the upright will guide them. In other words, if you have integrity, you're going to act in a manner that things are going to go well for you. But the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Let's look at verse 4. It says, Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. So friends, here, I think sometimes when people see that someone is rich, they get a misnomer or a misconnection and believe that those people are automatically good. And I want to try to put that thought out of your mind. Many times, people who are rich and have lots of money are not so good. But it's more important that you're righteous than to be rich. And it says the righteousness will be delivered from death. And here, once again, we're not talking about physical death. We're talking about spiritual death. Okay, so... It's important that we are righteous and do the right thing over and over and over again. That is more important than being rich. Look at verse 5. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. And finally, six, the righteousness of the upright will deliver them. In other words, if you do the right thing, you will be delivered 
from, I'm going to say, anything evil. Okay? If you're doing the right thing, good things are going to follow you. Listen to the back of verse 6. But the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. And friends, unfaithful here, once again, means that you're not showing integrity. You're not being righteous. So you're being unrighteous. And if you're not doing what you should be doing, that puts you in a pretty bad place. And this is where people can slip into temptation and follow temptation and begin doing things that you would prefer not to do. In this particular case, we are talking about lust. Ordinarily, that means sexual lust. So you will be going after women or men that you should not be going away to. So let's look at Colossians 3.23. Whenever you do anything, do it as unto the Lord. And now I want to get to Ephesians chapter 4. I just want to talk about this briefly, and I believe I'll pick up here again on Wednesday. But let's read Ephesians chapter 4. And I'm going to read all of the way from verses 11 through 16. And it says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. And friends, here we are talking about the body of Christ. So what Paul is saying in this letter to the Ephesians is that God has called some people to be in the ministry. But friends, I am here to tell you that everything that we do in life comes about out of your relationship 
with our Heavenly Father, God Himself. And what I'm saying is that is the most important thing that should be in your life, is your relationship with God. And if you have a good relationship with God, then your work will be your ministry. So you may not be in what you call ministry, but your ministry may be working as a baker at a grocery store. It may be as a paralegal working in a legal office. It may be being a garbage collector. It may be whatever it is that you do. It may be being a painter, and that would be your ministry. Friends, I'm going to pick up here on Wednesday, but what I'd like to do is go back to Proverb 11 and look at verses 3 and 6. And the first part of each of these verses talk about the upright and how good things will happen to them. And the second part of the verse is talking about people who are not upright and how things that are bad will happen to them. So verse 3 says the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. And verse 6, the righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. Friends, my call to action is very simple today. I'm going to ask that you ask God right now and ask God and say, Father, is there anything that I'm doing in my life that does not show integrity? Is there anything in my life that I am doing that means I am not righteous? And Father, if there's anything in my life that does not please you, I ask that you reveal it to me. Show me what it is I'm doing wrong, and I ask that you help me in that area. I ask that you help me be who you would like for me to be. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and setting a wonderful example of how we should live our lives every day. I believe that you are the Son of God and that you were willing to die on a cross for me. By dying on that cross, you have forgiven me of all of my sins. I believe you died, were buried in the grave, and on the third day you rose again. When you rose again, you put me in right standing with God. But Jesus, I need your help. I'm inviting you to come into my heart. I'm asking that you become my Lord and Savior. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, I ask that you go on my website, wisdomtodaybk.com. 
www.thepeopleshow.com. If you would, click on the contact tab. Let me know your name. Let me know that you said that prayer, and I want to rejoice with you. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, tomorrow is Testimony Day. Please join me and a special guest as we further explore wisdom today. Thank you.